I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands Under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. time to resist they can't arrest us all and they can't keep all your kids home from school they can't keep every government building closed we don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats we can simply say no not again the only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply refuse to show vaccine passports refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with Fauci, we will not comply with Joe Biden, and we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Visit me in 
entice me or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. 
public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia? God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. We free adults and you're a geriatric with an attitude You son like crack prostitutes and you're a child sniffer It's just me shit talking, let's talk about Burisma Oh, you thought that we forgot? No nope. Some people probably did, cause the media wipes your ass every time you take a shit I mean, for real, this clown got plenty ties and buddies overseas Conflict adventures, puppet of the CCP And I just can't believe some people fall for your dumb shit You got strings attached, Pinocchio, you don't run shit You cut the pipeline and left us foreign fuel dependent Got the gas prices hiking to the motherfucking ceiling we hurting in our pockets with y'all making the killer. We try to protest, y'all wanna label us as villains, but the mask is peeling off. Your beans are slowly spilling. We packing out stadium screaming. Cut. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. Nobody. With our middle fingers up screaming. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. Nobody. 
That's what we all sing. Yeah. Hell yeah. We got our middle fingers up screaming, fuck you, Joe. You jerking off the Taliban, ditched us in Afghanistan and left it up the Glen back to retrieval. And they scrambling for the airports with credentials and passports and your administration saying, nah, leave them, you're a loser. And a disgrace for a president, your ass should be impeached. The folks in D.C. had better sense, but they don't. They probably in on the plot, so they won't. End of snakes. We seeing through your bullshit, lies and deceptions. Infringed on our right to speak next to the beat of weapons. You want us unarmed so you can keep us in our place, but we standing in your face screaming. Man, why you always lying? You ain't even trying to convince us you telling the truth. And we want you out the building. Nah, we ain't feeling it. You like the children on the Maury show, illegitimate. Likes you with our middle fingers up screaming. Nobody likes you. That's what we all saying. Yeah. Hell yeah. We got our middle fingers up screaming, fuck you, Joe. to another edition of the patriot party podcast as soon as the video ends holy shit that took forever seriously i'm the making with me of course my much better beloved better half Lynn. hello patriots uh who was that who uh was that? nathan that is a great question i actually know but i don't have enough to stop my tongue i gotta go back and down and look at it it is oh, fuck, who is that i don't know i downloaded it before you chose the song not me i know Fuck you Oh, let me see if it will show me any info. No, it won't. I'll have to go back and look it up. I'll look it up. I don't remember off the top of my head. I know I had it downloaded and traced. It's already oh, slipped my mind. Of course. It was there. As so many things do. It was one of those. I don't know if I go check my history, I will find it. It's probably in my history, though, not in no, yours. It's in mine. Okay. Because Blake America. Blake America is the one who sings that. Okay. Anyway, great tune. Oldie, but a goodie. Quite comical. And kind of fits with what's going on today. Because seriously, fuck Joe Biden. Oh, no. Who's the greatest president we've ever had? <laughs> we smoke the same weed. I know. We I'm hope, smoke I'm hope, the same I amount. I know. It's, the, what, we, it's what, we, what we grow. I'm, I'm hoping someone's going to pay me to say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never sell out like that. 
shit. If you ever hear me say that with absolute sincerity and not being completely facetious, then please shoot me. I mean, he he will go down as the worst president, the worst president in history. In, in history. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody that's. It's gonna, comical. It's not even how bad come it is. Close. I mean, he's blown away Jimmy Carter's numbers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, amazingly, they're not even epically. He's destroyed his numbers, so it doesn't even matter. And yet, Hakeem Jeffries says he's the best president we've ever had. I know, I know, I know. No, it's it's not. Look, there's a conversation going on over in Rumble. Uh, Cisco came in and said that. Uh, hold on, let me make sure I read it properly. So, one of the guys at the shop told the production manager to go fuck himself yesterday. So the manager gave him a paid mental day. And Leo and I started laughing at I it. I tell and, you to go fuck yourself every day. You never pay me a paid mental day. <laughs> and then Leo said, wait, that's not funny. And I was like, no, what are you talking about? That's fucking hysterical. There's such a bunch of people have become the, this passive aggressive little bitches. Yeah. Okay. They're afraid to ruffle feathers. They're, they are literally living in my mom and dad's generation. Seriously, in the boomer generation, they are afraid to make any wave that'll make anybody else uncomfortable for even one fraction, one iota of a second. What is an iota? I have absolutely no idea. My it's a smidge. Italian friend's it's mom used to use it. You are pissing. I am one iota away from fucking whooping your ass. Yes, ma'am. Moving on. But it's we are to think that for a second that when somebody does that and they get away with it, I think it's hysterical because if you're that fucking scared, if you're that big of a, you get to deal with it. For instance, uh, take, take for instance, this DEI shit, right? There is, look, if I was in the government and I've been in the government where I was forced to hire people before, there are so many ways to get rid of people in the government. It is not hard. We have a very set system and the schedule is simple. If, if you don't, don't do your job, it is so easy to document and put in place those to facilitate the removal of that person. See, the first time I had to fire an adult man, he was younger than me, than me, but you remember that, that guy that yeah, was working overnight? He was like 32 and he consistently fucked up his numbers. And since he worked in night audit, which is like the reconciliation for the entire day for the hotel, your numbers have to be spot on. And I counseled him and I worked with him and I try, I even went in overnight shifts to like hands-on train him and he just still kept fucking up. So I had to fire him. This man cried. I literally like, I felt bad at first, but then I got to the point where it pissed me off. I, I literally looked at him and I was like, seriously, you're not going to sit in my office and fucking cry now, right now. Like grow a pair, grow a pair of fucking balls. Maybe if you'd grown a pair before we wouldn't be here now. No one can take responsibility for themselves anymore. They cry. They try and play the victim. Didn't work with me, but it's, I'm sure works with plenty of other people. So like I said, this DEI thing, there's a way around it. You fire people that don't do their job. There's a way to do it. The government's got a system set up for it. They have to. For them to hire you, there has to be a way for them to fire you. 
You can't stay for your whole life working for the government. It doesn't work that way. Well, it's Unless not supposed to work that Congress. way. It's not supposed to work that way, but apparently it does, especially if you're a staffer or you're in Congress. Either one, apparently you can stay there for your whole entire life. <laughs> but there is a way to do it. I, I don't understand people who are so scared to fire somebody. Fire it. He said, fuck you. Okay, fine. Fine. See ya. Hey, matter of fact, take a mental month and you have a nice life. Whatever happens to you, happens to you, bro. Peace be upon you. Can't help you. Sorry for you. I I don't have any pity for that. I think it's hysterical when people get away with it because holy shit, have a set of nuts. Fire him. If you're that tired of it, fire him. If you're that pissed off, fire him. Tell my boss that all the time. He hates me for it. Like, hey, if you're that pissed off, fire him. Don't, don't, don't get pussy. Don't be a pussy about it. Don't do this passive aggressive bullshit. It doesn't accomplish anything and it doesn't teach anybody anything. Passive aggressive shit is fucking gay. It's the gayest thing I've ever seen. I cannot stand it. I don't under, understand people who have to be, oh, look at me. I'll be passive aggressive. Really? I'll just be a dick. Sorry. There's that. I wonder if this DEI hire will get uh, fired for this thing. This is funny. No, Did you see no. this? Are you kidding me? She's got a she's got a golden orb around her that nobody can fire this bitch. She hates Trump, but she loves his hair. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Does it? Why would you copy your his haircut? It's totally his hair. Dude, listen, she got a hot mic moment. It's fucking hysterical. He's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. That bill was a law today. I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. There's another fucking war. He's ready to take Whoa! What did she say? Wait, wait, wait. What Let's did she play say? It again. Congress is serious about solving the border issue. That bill was a law today. I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. There's another fucking war. <laughs> Starting another fucking war? That's is what, that she what she said. That is what she said. Holy Hot mic moment. Starting another fucking war. Yeah. That's how it's gonna happen. I'm telling you, they're coming at. They're, they're, it's not. It's not gonna be. One of the things that I. There are so many things that line up right now. It's crazy. I, I wish I could show you my brain because you guys would laugh your ass off. But one of the I've biggest. I've seen his brain. It's not that impressive. One of the biggest things that lines up right now is, you know, don't move. Stand still. Mm -hmm. Look up. Stay firm. Look forward. Don't look backwards. You remember all that? Mm -hmm. Think about this really quick. This is the beauty of what's going on right now. We're not going to have to move. It's going to come to us. Well, there is that. Because this, if one more time, this is, we are so scope locked on this one five, two mile section of border mm -hmm. that everybody's missing the other 853 miles worth of border on either side of this two miles swath of border. And Nobody is watching that. Hey, yeah, they may have shut down that little area. All that did was boosted numbers to each side of it. And all the people are just diverting around that little area. Now they're still coming in here. Oh, that doesn't stop. It, it's not like that stopped. No, no, no. It's not like because Greg, Greg Abbott 
rolled around and pulled some Constantino wire that, oh, now all the all the border migrants. It's not like the Texas National Guard has manned every point up and down the Texas border because that has not happened. Well, you know, someone or other went on Tucker talking about it. <coughs> Sorry, very dry throat. Um, let's watch this real quick. Eh, six and a half minutes, not that quick. On Monday, the Supreme Court of the United States ruled that the Biden administration is legally allowed to open the border by force to cut down razor wire along the Rio Grande sector of the U.S.-Mexico border in Texas. The usual suspects voted for this, Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, Kentaji Brown-Jackson, but they were joined by so-called conservative justices John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett. So in response to this ruling, which shocked many, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, drafted a letter not simply to the administration, but to the world. And here's part of what it says. Under President Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border in just three years. That is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. This illegal refusal to protect the states has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. Abbott goes on to say the state of Texas has the authority under the Constitution to, quote, protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land, and it supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. And then, following very quickly, 25 other states with Republican governors signed a letter pledging their support to Texas and its constitutional right to defend itself and this country. Those states include Ohio, Florida, Utah, Nevada, and many others. And then the Biden administration responded. The administration threatened these states, and particularly Texas, with a, quote, 24-hour deadline to allow Border Patrol to reopen the border and to take down the barbed wire. Clearly a collision course. What happens next? We're thankful to be joined now by Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, who joins us by phone from India. Governor Abbott, thank you so much for joining us. If the administration declares that it plans to federalize the National Guard of the state of Texas, your National Guard, what will be your response? Well, first, I'll be shocked. That would be a boneheaded move on his part, a total disaster. Uh, but for one, as you might imagine, we are prepared uh, in the event that that unlikely event does occur to, to make sure that we will be able to continue exactly what we've been doing over the past month, and that is uh, building these barriers, uh, and whether it be the Constantino wire or other uh, anti-climate border barriers, whatever we've been building, the Biden administration uh, is now trying to attack us because of it. Uh, and we will continue to do exactly what we're doing to expand our denial of illegal entry into the state of Texas. It, the, with state employees, I assume, not with National Guard. But w can you envision a scenario in which you would put armed state employees on the border instead of the National Guard of Texas? We, we do have other armed state employees uh, on the border as we speak right this minute. And uh, that's the Texas Department of Public Safety, as well as other law enforcement officers as well as National Guard from other states. And you can be assured there will be more National Guard from other states and more law enforcement officers within the state of Texas and other states. And, Tucker, I just signed a law, a new law in the state of Texas that will go into effect on March the 5th that authorizes any law enforcement officer in the state of Texas to be able to arrest anybody coming across the border illegally. Have you spoken to the president or anyone from the Biden White House about what appears to be uh, an imminent collision? I have not, to be clear. Uh, I have spoken to the president about the border. Uh, I met him on a tarmac in El Paso and talked to him directly about what was going on. I handed him a letter that had in it immediate solutions he could take 
that would immediately secure the border without the need of any new law to be passed. Despite the fact that I handed him uh, on altogether eight different letters, he has refused to ever respond. My point in telling you that we have laid down the precursor of what's called Article Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution to show that uh, we have been invaded and we have demanded support from the president to safeguard our state. And they have refused to do so eight times. And that authorized me to, uh, uh, to declare an invasion under Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution to make sure that Texas is going to be able to use every tool in our arsenal to defend our state. Uh, of the couple of dozen Republican-led states who've pledged support for you, um, how many do you think would send National Guard to Texas? I'll be shocked and disappointed if almost all of them do not send. There, there have been about 10 so far that have sent National Guard or uh, other law enforcement. They now are joined together with us. And this is a fight for the future of America, and they all know it. And so I believe that they will all be in on December. It's, it's just a remarkable moment. Uh, and I know you're heading out, but my final question is, how do you see this resolving? What happens next? Well, Texas is going to continue to expand the border barriers that we are erecting, the razor wire that we're putting up, uh, and to continue to gain control of more land uh, over the coming months. I believe, however, that this will all come to an end on January the 20th of next year, because I believe a new president will be sworn in, a president who will actually enforce the immigration laws of the entire country, not just the Texas border, but New Mexico and Arizona and California and the Canadian border also. Uh, and we will have safe and secure borders once again because we will have a president who actually will enforce the laws of the United States of America. But in the next year, are you concerned about any kind of conflict between state uh, forces, whether state employees or National Guard and federal forces? So, Tucker, all we can do is be as prepared as possible, deploy as many people as possible, uh, do as much as possible uh, to put up more border barriers uh, and deny illegal entry. Uh, and our head is down. We're working hard, uh, regardless of what the Biden administration is doing. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas joining us now from India. Thank you very much, Governor. Thank you. Take care. As And again, as great as that is, Greg, why haven't you taken over the whole border yet? Why not? Why not? If 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 your state's in peril, like you, you made a, a compelling argument for it. I, I'm not I, I'm not kicking you in the nuts while you're down because I, that's not what I'm doing here. But why just that little two mile swath? Let, let's take the whole fucking thing. Let's let's go from part of the state, you know, where your state begins to where your state and Mexico begin touching to the end of it. And let's just take the whole thing. Fuck them. They don't want to protect you. You made a compelling argument. I think that argument would hold up in court. They ain't done shit for you. They ain't secured your border. They're still letting illegals in hand over fist. Well, just take the whole border. Run them out of your state. You have the authority to do that. You, again, you have more authority than the federal government does. 
But I mean, if you want to keep giving your authority back to the federal government, I guess that's between you and Texas. But if I were you, I would start standing up, trying to take back as much of my border as I could. Well, this uh, sheriff is trying to do that, apparently. On the border, Texas sheriff has deputized 500 citizens in response to the SCOTUS ruling that Texas must allow border access to federal agents. Sheriff Juan Robo has deputized citizens to protect the people of Texas by any legal means necessary. I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good job. Hey, there's like 20, was it 28, I think, militias that have showed up in Texas? I, I was going to say, they come already armed. It's not like they have to, you know. 28 militias showed up in Texas. And they've all been like deputized, sworn in, and they're tripping the border for free. Yeah. Mind you. They didn't just show up. They didn't ask for any money. They just showed up for free because they're like, yep, we're not letting this happen. So this guy right here has swayed more people towards Trump's border policies than I think any Democrat ever, based on what he said right here. This is kind of awesome, by the way. Really? People are loving it. They were like, I wasn't sure before, but now I'm all in. And he's a dem? Yeah, listen. I, I, I will not yield. I want to remind the public that Donald Trump and House Republicans also have their own ideas for the border. So let's review the majority's border ideas that they've actually presented here they are. Donald Trump actually has said that he wants to build alligator moats along the border. That's one of his incredible ideas. Another idea that Donald Trump has promoted is he actually wants to electrify the border fence and maybe even put some spikes on the border. That's another Donald Trump and MAGA majority border idea. Another idea, which I'm not sure how, how well it would go, is he wants to actually bomb northern Mexico with missiles. That's another Trump idea. And finally, I think one of the ones that I think um, is the most grotesque is suggestions that instead we should maybe just shoot migrants in the legs as they cross the border. So once again, the Donald Trump and MAGA plan is alligator moats, bombing northern Mexico, shooting migrants in the legs, and electrifying the fence and putting spikes on them. That is the Donald Trump border plan. I, I got one question. What is wrong with any one of those ideas? That's why I said he is bringing more people over to Donald Trump's border plans than anybody, any freaking Democrat in history. I was the one just the other night I'll saying- I'll the alligators. I was the one the other night just, just saying, just saying, hey, look, what would happen if we dump some piranhas in the fucking Rio Grande? Right? You know? I mean, yes. all you need is a good pack of piranhas. And I'm telling you, you're not going to have many border jumpers after that point. It's going to take one or two bodies to come up missing all their limbs. That they'll be like, yeah, it's enough of that. Never mind. Never mind. I, I, I electrifying it. I, I'm down with that Hell too. Yeah. Two million volts running. You know, imagine somebody up stepping up, touching that back. Boom. Never mind. It'd be like that that kid in Jurassic Park. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. Dude, I love all those ideas. I, I think they're all I told you. I, I think those are epic ideas. Awesome. Crocodiles are a little lazy. That's why I said let's go with piranhas. Alligators. Piranhas, I think, have a have a better 
they're they're more of a feasting and they they react to motion not just blood or anything else or smell gators are kind of they're kind of lazy that's true the ducks have been still going in the pond every morning even though the gators back and they're back in the shore in the afternoon they were down swimming when i walked the dogs this morning and they were back up on the shore this afternoon they just talk to the geese about where the gator is to determine where they're going to swim it's just gators are lazy except that i don't think mexicans speak gator or geese as well as the ducks do so there's that i'm just saying there's there's something to it maybe that the the african people might though they might the chinese might might uh, i don't think there's a whole lot of gators in china i don't know Uh, yeah craig totally plus you can play snakes on a plane what craig said plus you can play snakes on a plane (laughs) yes samuel True, true that. Well, I wasn't going there, but since you went there, sir, we appreciate it. Because, you know, they're also flying migrants from South America or Mexico into the United States. Directly into the U.S., yes. These are planefuls of illegals. This is, all right, so you know the terminals at O'Hare and Atlanta and New York that are all blacked out? Mm -hmm. It's because where people are sleeping. No, no, no. No, it's not just because they're sleeping there. It's because a plane landed there. That brought them there, and they have nowhere to put them. A plane did. They didn't walk across the border like everybody else. No, they stood in line at an airport, boarded a plane, and flew there. That's how they're getting into our country. Oh, I know that because an old flight attendant told me that's how they're getting into our country. Ooh. My friend, the hot one with the little shorts? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Mick comes home from work because one day, this is like a year and a half, two years ago. No, this was like five years ago. Oh, that's true. It was right when you started. It was right when you started. And uh, and he was like, man, I met the hottest chick today. She works for Gulfstream. She's wearing these tiny little shorts and this like big oversized sweatshirt. She had long, dark hair. And I was like, oh, is her name so-and-so? And he was like, how do you know her? I was like, she used to work for me. He was like, motherfucker. Every fucking time. She was. She's smoking hot. Yeah, it's more than a box of rocks, but smoking hot. Anyway, that's why I said so and so. I didn't say her name because. Wow, <laughs> you went there. I did a little bit. Um, she's she doesn't watch us anyway. Okay, it's all good though. Wouldn't so, surprise. True. Uh, so Ted Cruz went and, and played his theatrics with Mark Levin over the border. This was uh, interesting. Over the weekend. I don't know if I'm gonna watch the whole thing, but we'll 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 see how much we can tolerate. Senator Cruz, obviously the state of Texas, like Arizona, New Mexico, a couple others, are really badly affected by Joe Biden's no-border policy. You've got slavery, sex slavery, child slavery, indentured service. I mean, real-world, modern-time slavery taking place in the United States and America that that, that, that we haven't seen since the end of the Civil War. And we have a president of the United States who, who goes to a Potemkin village visit, and that's it. You have a vice president of the United States who's in charge of it. She could give a damn. Um, what do you make of this? Because it's obviously intentional. Mark, you're, you're absolutely right. It, it, it is a catastrophe on every level. It is a humanitarian disaster. It is a public health disaster. It is a public safety disaster. It's a national security disaster. And you're also right that this is deliberate. This is not caused by the fact that Joe Biden is incompetent, that Alejandro Mayorkas is negligent. This is the deliberate outcome they want. When Joe Biden became president, 
he inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. And he deliberately broke the system. He opened the border and the numbers immediately shot up. 9.6 million illegal immigrants have crossed into this country illegally. And, and you use the word slavery. You're exactly right. That's what it is. You may recall the last time Alejandro Mayorkas testified in front of the Judiciary Committee, where, where I put up a, a poster board with a picture of colored wristbands. And I asked him a question. I said, Mr. Secretary, what are these colored wristbands? And you and I are both lawyers. As lawyers, we, we never ask a question we don't know the answer to. I'll tell you, Mayorkas's answer blew me away. He said, I have no idea what those wristbands are. I've never seen them before. And, and, and with complete shock, I said to him, I said, Mr. Secretary, you have just told the American people you are utterly incompetent at your job and you don't give a damn enough to even pretend why? Because just about every illegal alien that crosses this country is wearing one of these colored wristbands. They're color coded for how many thousands of dollars they owe the cartels. If you stand on the ba banks of the Rio Grande River, you see hundreds of those wristbands laying in the grass. And what happens, they turn themselves into the Border Patrol and Joe Biden sends them to every city in America. And the teenage boys, when they get there, they're working for the cartels, they're committing crimes, they're robbing cars, they're robbing houses, they're mugging people because they have to pay back the money. And even worse, Mark, the teenage girls, thousands upon thousands of them get trapped in sex slavery where they have to pay off the cartels and they can be trapped for years in forced prostitution. These colored wristbands are quite literally modern day leg irons and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and the Washington Democrats, they do not care and they want this to continue. It is so abhorrent to me what the Democrat Party was and is. And they like to lecture us about civil rights. And they like yeah. to lecture us about um, uh, we conservatives need to be more moderate. And they go on and on and on about this stuff. And yet they continually create these disasters. And this going on on the southern border inhumanity on both sides of the border. In the United States, fentanyl, my buddy Rick Harrison's son just passed away, Adam, oh, oh. from an overdose of, of fentanyl. It's happening all over the country. You even have Democrat mayors complaining about what's going on, but they attack Greg Abbott. They don't yeah. attack, of course, Joe Biden. But my question to you is this. You came out with other constitutional conservative senators. You and they are very angry about the Republican leadership in the Senate. Yeah. You're very angry yes. about the deal that they're trying to cut with Schumer. They've cut out the Speaker of the House and the Republican leaders in the House. What the hell is going on with them? Look, this is a lousy deal. It's a deal that, that was negotiated with Chuck Schumer, and it's designed not to secure the border. In, in my view, we ought to use the leverage we have to try to force this administration to follow the law. But, but Schumer and the Democrats don't want to do it. And unfortunately, Republican leadership they're like Charlie Brown with Lucy in the football, although this time it's, it's Lucy Schumer. And, and every time they run to kick it and Lucy Schumer pulls the ball away and, and, and Republican leadership never seems to learn. You look at this bill. We actually don't know what's in the bill because they won't show us statutory text, which tells you how bad it is. But we do know the bullet points they put out on the bullet points. They essentially normalize 5,000 illegal immigrants a day, 5,000 a day, that works out to over 1.8 million illegal immigrants a year. That is ridiculous. And yet that, that, that's where Republican leadership is. I think we should use our leverage to say, fix the problem now. I'm constantly perplexed by the Republican.
All right, that's as much as I can nothing, take. Nothing says incompetence than that right there. Think about it, folks. If you were... If I was trying to smuggle people in, if I was trying to smuggle a small army into the country and I wanted to put it under an active subterfuge, right? Mm -hmm. How many people would I actually need? Wouldn't really need a whole lot because my people would be good at blending in. They would have backstories. They would know what to say. They would know what to do. So I wouldn't really need 9 million fucking people to smuggle my little army into the country. Do you see where I'm going with this? The other part of this, outside the bullshit of what they're trying to smuggle into the country, because I'm sorry, that is the key. There has been subterfuge all up and down the border. All of this shit is just smoke and mirrors. The shit there, Ted Cruz might say a lot of good shit, but that's all it is. It's talk. The rest of the border is wide open. Why? Well, it's open because we have Democrats who don't want to close it. They don't want to do their job, and they don't want to let Border Patrol do their job. They won't enforce the laws that we already have on the books that Donald Trump used for four fucking years. Yeah. He used the same laws, and we had zero migration. Well, under it wasn't Joe Biden, zero, but it was about 10% of what we have under had Joe Biden. Under Obama. We've had a massive explosion of just all of a sudden we started hearing about all these people coming to America. Well, Biden said, if I become president, I'll tell everyone to search the border. Here they are. What did you expect? So, in that, somewhere in there, is there a, a, 9 million people? I'm pretty sure I could hide like two it's, or three or 15 armies. million. All right, 15 million. I could definitely hide two or three million, two or three armies. Mm -hmm. Shit. You can hide. There's, I I just heard a report this afternoon. I couldn't find the story, but there's a report today that there was a dude on the terrorist watch list walking around the country for the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. He's pretty high up there too. I heard a report of a whole slew of people that came in that were part of ISIS, but they didn't figure it out until after they'd already released them in. And then the FBI was chasing their own tails trying to find them. But since they weren't tracking them, they were having some difficulty. Oh. Hmm. 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 Go know? figure. See, the, the thing is, you're right. All the bullshit with the border and Eagle Pass, that's bullshit. Everything going on to left and right of Eagle Pass, that's where the story is. But it's what's already here. It's not about what's coming across now. Now everybody's watching it. That's the one thing everybody's worried about, that Joe Biden's actually concerned about politics. Joe Biden couldn't care less about politics. The only thing Joe Biden cares about is whether he's shit or not in his diaper. And he can't recall. He cares about money. He he doesn't even know about money. Honey, he's not even on this planet. He's not even with us anymore. There's somebody else running Joe Biden. That person is not concerned about politics because they called in their lefty. They brought in the lefty. They already said they're going to Big Mike. You're going to make me go there. They, they are. They're, they're, they called in the lefty. They're going to Big Mike. I'm telling you, they're going to Big Mike. Well, we're going to back to Tucker real quick. This guy. So what would happen if Biden decides to, quote, federalize the National Guard of Texas? Look, he he can do that. Any president can do that. I think that that pretty much ends his election 
possibilities. Not that they're that good now anyway, but this is becoming the number one issue. When you come into a state like Texas that I think pe- people can clearly see, we're just trying to protect ourselves from crime and, and terrorism yes. and a lot of bad consequences. I don't think I, now these liberal sanctuary cities know the same same problem. They've got just a little bit of what we have and they know that this is real. So I think it's becoming more, um, Americans are becoming more aware. And I think if Joe Biden decides to force that onto us by taking over the National Guard, I think it's an automatic loss he's done. And so, you know, in some ways, you know, we have to suffer with the consequences for a few months if he does that, which I still hope he doesn't. But in the end, he loses the election absolutely if he does that. Do you, uh, do you think it's possible that he will? I mean, I guess it's possible to know, but what what would you rate the likelihood? You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't really think Biden's thinking about this much. I think it's his 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 handlers, whoever's right. behind the scenes making those decisions. If I knew who that was, I could probably better give you an answer. But right. You know, I I have no idea what he'll do because I don't think he knows what he's going to do. And I, after he's done, I'm not sure he even would recognize what he did. So if I knew he was making that decision, I could actually direct questions at him or somebody could. I think that would be helpful. But we don't know who's running the country right now. Yeah. No, I don't. I've never met someone who could answer conclusively who's in charge of the United States. Um, obviously, it's not him. So, hey, uh, first of all, holy shit. Fact. Got a question for Texas. Is everybody in your government special needs? I mean, you got roll around Abbott. You got, I don't know what I'm looking at, Dan Patrick. Dude, He's got like eight cameras set up in front of him. Make in case fun he of makes, his Pfizer In eyes. case he makes eye contact he, with one of the eight. He may not even know that he's obviously had a stroke. Dude, that Holy guy shit. has Pfizer eye. Like, do you remember? Do you remember Mission Impossible when she's, they, they sent the brain off and the chick or the bomb off and the chick's brain yeah, yeah. and her eye went like sideways dude <laughs> poor danny boy <laughs> i'm sorry i just i don't know who he's looking at i'm like is he looking at you is he looking at me he's one of those guys that like can see out of a scope and see through another scope at the same time it's it's amazing there's very few people that can do that with two eyes open that's terrible <laughs> Just saying. Wow. Okay. Where was I before? No, uh, minimize. You're right there in the middle. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. All right. Here's what else is going on. I'm going to beat your ass when we're done here, by the way. <laughs> Just so you know. I'll do her job in my off time, too. Uh-huh. I often do. Whatever. There we go. But this is disturbing. Summary, the Biden administration is running 150 camps for kids here in Texas. 11,000 kids are currently held. Once once the kids leave and they're with a sponsor, HHS will try to call them to follow up. If they call two times and they don't answer, the child is deemed lost. This idea of the missing children, that's it, because two different calls and they are officially lost. Listen, the other thing is if somebody would like to support my reporting, I really need that. I'm an independent journalist. Please go to givesendgo.com slash border security, givesendgo.com slash border security. Make a donation so I can keep coming over here. Car rental, hotels, all of that stuff, and spy equipment. We are going undercover at these NGOs. I need your help to do that. Thank you, Steve. The new, the new James O'Keefe. Jason, uh, Joseph, thank you so much. Look forward to having you back on tomorrow. 
That's a, that's a grand idea to go in, especially the NGOs. I, I'm sorry. I'm tired of these these other they should be not anywhere near the border. The only reason they're allowed there is because federal authorities are letting them there. Mm hmm. And I'm sorry, there's got to be a way to keep them away from the fucking border. I, I, there's got to be. There's Texas has got to come up with a way to do it. Because I'm, what is perpetuating these people coming across the border? Somebody being there to take care of them, right? They expect somebody. Well, if nobody's there to take care of them and the only people that are there are Border Patrol, I tell you what, they're not the most hospitable people to be around. So you come in there and that's all you meet. And you're guaranteed a return trip to Mexico? That kind of sucks. You enforce the laws that we have right now. And I tell you what, if there are any Republicans in the House that want to keep their jobs, telling you right now, if, when this border bill comes around from the Senate, if I don't see 100% staunch opposition from the Republican Party uh, saying no to this bill, uh, I can guarantee you probably won't ever be a reelected. You will have signed your last bill that you will ever sign. Well, you know, because, you know, the Democrats won't vote against it because here's here's why this guy tells you exactly why. Because Ukraine's getting money out of it. No, no. This one's saying the quiet part out loud right here. This is the United States Senate. Yeah, I know. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us here today. Uh, I want to announce we're putting forward some important legislation, some legislation that answers a question that I am very often asked about what's happening at our southern border. What's the reason, what's the rationale for this invasion that's been unleashed on our nation? We have some eight to 10 million people that have entered America just since Joe Biden took office. Children in my state and in every state are being poisoned by fentanyl. Human trafficking is occurring. It is an absolute disaster. And the question comes, why? Well, video recently emerged, the Democrat Congressman Yvette Clark from Brooklyn, New York, explaining to us why. She said very clearly, the quiet part out loud, she needs these illegal immigrants for the purposes of redistricting. Let me explain this. In our nation today, we count the number of people, not the number of citizens, for the purpose of allocating congressional districts and electoral votes. What we're seeing is the Democrats abusing this system by creating sanctuary cities in blue states that are literally losing citizens every day to states like mine. What's happening is cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, are acting as magnets to attract illegal immigrants. Those immigrants are then being counted in the populations of California, Illinois, New York, and other cities for the purposes of allocating congressional districts and electoral votes. As a result, the limousine liberal in California has much more power in their vote than the single mom in Tennessee. That needs to come to an end. We need to clarify this once and for all. We need to make certain that only citizens are counted for the purposes of allocating congressional districts and electoral votes. That's why we're introducing this legislation. This legislation will remedy that, it will clarify that, and I think it will accomplish what most Americans expect, and that is that American citizens are the ones that should be counted with respect to allocation of congressional districts and electoral votes. 
I want to thank my colleagues for joining me here today. I'm going to call on Senator Rounds. Okay. No, no, no. See, I, sorry. No, no. See, I, I told you this four fucking years ago. Mm-hmm. When we went through the census count four years ago. Two and a half I, years ago. We've only been on there three years. True. Two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. Well, no, it was three and a half years ago. Okay, but you remember when Donald Trump wanted to put a citizenship question citizenship question on the census and I, the Democrats I, I, wouldn't I, let him. I, I know, but this is my point. This this is where we're at. Dude, now you want to do it? Mm -hmm. You're a Dude, you should have started doing it. The census isn't going to matter. They let 9 million illegals in. 9 million. You know, that's more than the, the state of Rhode Island. You know, that's more people than the state of Rhode Island. It's 38 states. Than, yeah, 33 states. 33 states, whatever. 33 states in the U.S. It's more people. It doesn't matter. If you flood the right areas, redistricting is easy. Look at Texas. That's how they pulled blue counties out of Texas by redistricting. Why? Because they had tons of illegals said that they would sign Democrat on the form. Oh shit. Yeah. That's how it happens. He's not telling us anything, not, not, not anything new. We've known that we saw what redistricting did. We saw what it did. Fuck Texas. Look at Alabama. Look at Georgia. Look at, uh, Ilan Omar's district. They just changed the flag and now it looks like a Somalia flag. Yeah. You think it doesn't look like a Somalia flag? Well, let's see. Now, people are calling for her to be removed from Congress for this. I think she should. For be. this speech. Okay. I think she should be just based on her other speeches. Forget. Oh, absolutely. Forget everything else. Absolutely. Just, and I'll lower the volume here so that because she speaks in. Somalia. Somalian. Somalian. So uh, Somalian. Here's the would translation. Somalia. Would that be like a a wine mm -hmm. connoisseur? Somalia. I can't translate if oh, you yeah. need me. We as Somalians, we love each other. There are areas of friction that led us to kill each other, but in reality, we are an organized society, brothers and sisters, people of the same blood, people who know they are Somalians first, Muslims second, who protect one another, come to each other's aid and to the aid of other Muslims. A couple of days ago, we heard some people who call themselves Somalis, Somaliland, or claim to be Somalis have signed with an MOU with Ethiopia. Hold on. I, uh, it's going to take forever for that shit to be marked down. Ethiopia to access. To access the. Hold on. To access to the sea. Um, I do not even know what an MOU is in Somalia. Oh, my God. An agreement. Oh yeah, an agreement. Uh, sorry, my grasp of the Somali language is atrocious. Okay, what a shame. Many Somalians have personally called me to encourage me to speak to the U.S. government to thwart the MOU and help Somalia. They want to know what the U.S. government could do for Somalia. 
to ensure the MOU never turns into a full bilateral agreement. My answer to Somalia was that the U.S. government will only do what Somalians in the U.S. tell them to do. Hmm. They will do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders, and that is how we will safeguard the interests of Somalia. We Somalians must have that confidence in ourselves that we call for the shots in the U.S. We live in the U.S., pay taxes in the U.S., and have a real voice. The U.S. is a country where one of your daughters, myself, is in Congress to represent your interests. For as long as I am in the U.S. Congress, Somalia will never be in danger. Its waters, the Indian Ocean, will not be stolen by Ethiopia or others. The U.S. would not dare to support anyone against Somalia to steal our land or oceans. Sleep in comfort, knowing I am here to protect the interests of Somalia from inside the U.S. system. The woman, myself, you sent to Congress is working day and night to protect your interests. She knows that your plight and that of Somalia. I am as concerned about Somalia as you guys are. Together, we will protect the interests of Somalia. President Hassan Sheikh, the current president of Somalia, has done a remarkable job in looking after Somalia. Mr. President, you have done an excellent job fighting Ethiopia and Somaliland, and we are happy about it. You spoke to Somalians dispersed across the world that you are lost. Hold on. You spoke to Somalians dispersed across the, the land. Oh, I was with this stupid thing. She sucks. Yeah, she speaks really fast. No, she's oh, to look after Somalia. However, we weak Somalia is or is a failed state. We Somalians are resilient people who can fight against all odds, people who love their country of Somalia. We are people who will never allow someone else to steal our land. Therefore, I congratulate Somalian Americans and other Somalis across the globe. for showing remarkable level of unity against Ethiopia and Somaliland. The way you rallied behind our president, the Somalian president, because he, because he needs us today, Somalia is for Somalis only, a genocidal mantra, as over 45% of Somalia's population are not even ethnic Somalis. Somalia is one nation. We are all brothers and sisters. Our land cannot be divided. Ethiopia and Kenya have stolen and continue to occupy the Somali region state, which belongs to Somalia. We will liberate the occupied territories stolen from, i.e. Somalia, Djibouti, Somaliland, and the northeastern province in Kenya that belong to greater Somalia. What remains of Somalia cannot be further divided. Thank you for inviting me. I feel honored. Goodbye. Goodbye, you traitorous cunt. She didn't sound very American.
there was nothing there that was very American. Oh, no, no, no. <clears throat> nothing. Nothing. I, a matter of fact, she's so proud of Somalia. How about you go back there? That would be a great idea. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure there's some Americans in Minnesota that will help you pack your bags. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just throwing it out there. It's an option. It absolutely is. Oh, it's... um. I mean, that was amazingly incoherent and absolutely fucking mind-numbingly stupid. Ooh, Somaliland. Ooh, the president of Somalia. Okay, what about Americans? Your job is America, you dumb bitch. You do realize that. Like, you're a congressman. You have a representative district in Minnesota that you look out for those people. White, brown, Somali, not Somali. It don't matter. Your job ain't in Somalia, you dumb bitch. If again, if you want to work and live there, go back there. I want an American doing an American's job. Like Joe Biden? Well, he, he's not really doing a job. He's just standing there. Again, the only thing he's worried about is if he shit his pants in the last five minutes because he can't remember. Well, again, Hakeem Jeffries disagrees with you. That's because he's blowing him. Well, it, look, he was able to summarize all of Biden's accomplishments in 22 seconds. I, I did, too. Here you go. President Biden now has this track record of success where significant progress has been made. You know, wages are up. Gas prices are down. The stock market is up. Inflationary pressure is down. Small businesses are being created at record numbers. And more than 14 million good paying jobs have been brought about during the Biden economy. That's a tremendous foundation to continue to build upon. President Biden. It, what part? Okay, so, okay. so let's, wait, let's look what, at the real, the real numbers here. What part of that was real? I mean, he is lied. He lied so much in there. I can't even, I don't even know where to start. So real wages are down two and a half percent under Biden. Gas prices are 30% higher than when Biden took office and inflation is double what it was when Biden took office, probably more actually on certain items, because, you know, when they calculate inflation, they like when they look at steak, right? They don't look at steak. They look at the cheapest ground beef and they say that that's what the price is. So your steak, your ribeye that used to be six, $7 a pound is now $25 a pound. But your ground beef that used to be $3 a pound is now $5 a pound. That's how they calculate inflation. Then they say that all beef didn't go up that much, but that's not true. I was about to say, go buy a filet mignon. Yeah. You're going to spend probably about a hundred bucks just on two steaks. Mm -hmm. And it's like 40 bucks. For no, 50 bucks. I just two, walked two by little them, ones. two little ones, yeah. two medallion sized filet mignons. Mm -hmm. I walked by them tonight in, in, the, in the supermarket, laying right next to each other. 50 bucks a pop. Yeah, it's insane. We really need to get rid of Biden. This guy believes it too. This is a mic drop moment. Notice that some of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle have been trying to diminish, um, you know, your your qualifications. What's the primary responsibility of the federal government, Mr. Knudsen? Primary responsibility of the federal government is to carry out and execute the laws of the Congress. 
Yeah, is it to protect uh, our unalienable God-given rights as well? Absolutely. What about, does our government have a responsibility to protect its citizens, Mr. Bailey? Yes. Are any of you guys familiar with Article 4, Section 4 of our Constitution, often called the Invasion Clause? Anybody? Yes. I'm going to read it real quick. The United States shall guarantee to every state in the Union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. Now, there's arguments right now about whether or not this is an invasion, but it's tough to argue when you have the equivalent of a combat division size of illegals coming across our southern border. For those of you that don't know, that's 10,000 individuals every single day in invasion. And we've talked about what comes with those individuals from crime, you know, the economic burdens on, on our citizens, the, the, the families being destroyed of fentanyl. You guys are all familiar with that. You guys see them every single day in your own states. Is that correct? Yes. Thank you. Are you guys aware of the uh, job title of Alejandro Mayorkas, Mr. Knudsen? His specific job title is Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. Homeland Se Secretary of Homeland Security. Now, I'm no, I'm, I'm no constitutional scholar, Mr. Drummond, but just from that job title alone, would you assess that maybe his job might be to secure and protect the homeland? He has the duty to control and guard our homeland. Mr. Bailey, is uh, Secretary Mayorkas doing that? He is, has abdicated his official legal responsibilities and his moral and ethical responsibilities to the nation. Mr. Knudsen, is he doing that? Absolutely is not. He is derelict in many of those duties. One of, one, of my colleagues on the, one of my colleagues talked about the difference between individuals crossing on the terror watch list between the Biden administration, Secretary Mayorkas, and the former administration. Those numbers were a stark contrast. Under the last administration, 14 individuals on the terror watch list came through, were, were encountered at that southern border. Under this administration, and we still have several months to go in this new year, already 300 individuals on the terror watch list. Are you gentlemen aware of how many individuals it took to pull off 9-11? Not 300. Yep, it was about 19. Does it concern you guys, as folks that are concerned with the security of citizens in your state, that something like that might happen in the United States of America or your state? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I want to, you guys talked about it all day long, and I find it interesting that my colleagues on the other side of the aisle kept saying that we're grandstanding here, or we're just campaigning, you know, or these are political differences, but you guys, all three of you, and we went over how long it took you to get in your positions. You guys are like the highest law enforcement uh, officials in your state. You guys all went over not just the policy differences, but the different laws that this secretary is in violation of. Mr. Nutz, can, can you go over some of those really quick? I absolutely can. I think the secretary is clearly in violation of um, USC 8, section 12, 1225. Uh, he's, he's clearly violated section 1182 by granting mass parole. Uh, the, the Immigration and, and Naturalization Act makes very clear that that is not to be granted on a mass basis. That's to be granted on a case-by-case -case yep. individual basis. Yep, thank you, sir. Mr. Ja Ms. Jackson and Mr. Bowman both said that betrayal of a nation is one of the criteria necessary for impeachment. If allowing the equivalent of an army division of illegals coming across the southern border on a daily basis, causing the deaths of hundreds of thousands due to fentanyl every single, uh, about 100,000 every year, enabling the sex trade in this country, along with the importation of thousands of MS-13 gang members, causing the encounters of individuals on the terror watch list, to go from 14 under the last administration to 300 on this 
this administration lying to Congress about having operational control, costing the American taxpayers hundreds of billions of dollars for housing and care for these illegals, and more than 24,000 people from the Republic of China coming across our southern border in this last year alone. If those aren't betrayal to a nation, I don't know what is. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. They're great. They all need to be impeached. They all need to be impeached. My question isn't the impeachment. We, we don't stop at impeachment. Listen, if we don't put these cocksuckers in jail, mm-hmm. the next one thinks he's going to get away with it too. On the right side. I, I'm saying this, this isn't left or right. Okay, this is humanity. This is how humans work. When they see nothing happens, if Mayorkas just gets impeached, nothing happens to him. If Mayorkas gets impeached, tried and held for treason, there you go. You ain't never going to see somebody step up and try and fuck that job up again. Trust me. No, they're going to sit back and they're going to be like, nope, I'm going to do my job because if I don't, I'm going to jail. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. I, I know it's a pipe dream. Because you got retards like this. And remember what Mayorka said. He said, if you impeach me, you're not going to like who comes next. Or he said, you're not going to no, like what comes what next. What comes next? He didn't say who. He no. said, what comes what next? What comes next? Although they're trying now to portray it as he said, you're not going to like who comes after me. But no, we no. heard him say, you're not going to like what, what comes, comes next. Because what comes next is what? Mm-hmm. They just open the border completely. Isn't it already there? No, I think that if they impeach him, he is going to activate whatever plans they have in place impeach him i I doubt that piece of shit's got any plans in place we'll see he's a fucking slimy little he is he is a slimy little piece of shit don't get me wrong but Mm -hmm. impeach him yep i'm willing i'm willing to play ball with this fucking moron let's go are you willing to play ball with this fucking moron every day of the week twice on sunday matter of fact i'll even i'll even let you handle my late work you can play ball with this moron. Oh, she's so dumb, though. Do you think President Biden is the strongest person to take on former President Trump, given everything you've just said, Congresswoman? I think what we have right now, what we've seen in New Hampshire, he is virtually the nominee of the party. Do you think he is? There's not a lot of confidence in her voice. Virtually the nominee of the party. Not really the nominee, just virtually. Just uh, like he's campaigning online, a virtual campaign from his basement didn't again. He do that before he did. No, this time he's out in the trail. This time he he's going out. He went to South Carolina. He didn't say a whole lot. We tried to get through mumble madness last night. I mean, honestly, <laughs> when Harris like, Faulkner has to put up translation on the screen so you can speak by knees that is really bad he's uh you know you know come on guys he's you know rocky it's rocco it's rocco man it's rocco you know well you know from delaware there there is still a lot of um chatter that newsom might be on whatever ticket the democrats put up well i i foresee the ticket this way michelle and newsom because Newsom's more electable than Kamala is, period. Is, yeah, come is along, sad. Kamala is not electable at all. But I could Heels see up Harris. Obama and Newsom. I could see Obama Newsom 24 being a campaign sign. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Big Mike and Newsom. 
24th. Yeah, and he did the Sunday talk shows as Yes, well. he did. He sure did. He went on ABC. Biden's approval is historically low. Why everybody, is that? Everybody, everybody, we're all, everybody's approval across the spectrum. You find exceptions to that. Look, it's been hard globally the last six, seven years. But again, America stands tall with a tentpole of the world economy. No peers economically. Again, a masterclass of delivery. The economy is booming. Inflation is cooling. And of course, the economic strategies this president put together were all things Republicans dreamt of. Biden's approval is historic. And listen, listen. Again, well, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. No, bring it back up. Hakeem Hold on. Bring that forward a little bit. Let's mute the sound. Watch body language here. Just this is a, a good demonstration of body language. All right. Look at how he's he's trying to be more. He's being very aggressive. Yes. More, more. He's trying to be more pointing, vocal. Pointing at, at himself. Hold on. Hold on. Look at look at the way he's dressed. He, he, he's wearing a, a jacket. Yes. But he's got a shirt, no tie. It's unbuttoned, two buttons. Mm -hmm. it, it says that he's more relaxed, but he's angry. He's he's masculine. He's shown his masculine ways, wears, so to speak. And then watch how he starts pointing and using the open hand, kind of like a president would talking about global world affairs, very presidential. Yeah. I'm the man in charge. I'm the man you need. Yeah. I'm going to fix uh, it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what he's saying. I, I see that. I, I can mm -hmm. see. I'm telling you, I think we're going to see a big mic. And fucking Newsom ticket. I guarantee it. And Newsom will play along with that because he's a little bitch. He'll he'll think it's historical. He'll be like, oh, I'm 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 a historical. I'm the first gentleman. I'm the first vice gentleman. Oh, look at me. I'm so historical. I could speak like a sailor, like I was just down in San Francisco hanging out down under the pier. Jesus, so cool, guys. Well, Rogan can screw him up. Screw up who? Calif Life? California. No, Newsom. Listen. Uh, oh, Austin people are great people. They're really nice. They're nice. They're not shitheads. They're not Hollywood people. They're not lost in this fake world of leftist ideology that everybody's trapped in. They're just people. They're just regular people, man. And those people exist outside of these, these blue bubbles where everyone's gone insane. Well, I used to be a part of the blue bubble. I, I was 100% a left-leaning person who lived in Los Angeles. I was 100%. I never voted Republican my whole life. I was very left-leaning, especially with, like, any social issues. When it comes to financial things, I'm a little bit more conservative. But at the end of the day, I'm way more left than I am right. But California went nuts, man. It's gone, like, full communist. It's out of its fucking mind. And their approach to law enforcement is so insane. It's so insane. The no cash bail, the letting people out for committing violent crimes, the fucking st not stopping people for stealing up to whatever money it is. What is it, $900 now? I think they raised it. I think they made it a little higher. San Francisco is non-existent. San Francisco, most of San Francisco is emptied out of like big chain stores and big department stores. They, I, I, would, I wouldn't even do stand up there anymore. It's crazy. It's, they man. ruined it. They ruined the city. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, you can bring it back. The structure's still there. But yeah, you yeah. have to have some hardcore Rudy Giuliani type motherfucker to come in there and knock heads. Wow. And nobody wants that. You nobody know, wants that. They're peace, love, and granola and fucking wear a mask. I'm in the middle now. I'm in the middle. I'm in the I middle. Never, I never thought I would ever never, say that. Never. 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 It only happened in this last year. Right. Exactly. I just went, I can't do it anymore. 
you know what I mean? People that you thought were aligned with you are like now, now like mad at you about shit. They're in a cult. They're in a cult. It's, it's got all, I mean, Mark Andreessen, who's a brilliant venture capitalist guy, explained it to me in, in, in very clear terms, like what the definition of a cult is, how you can get excommunicated, how you get shamed for having differing opinions, the group think, the whole, he's like, it's a cult. And he's right. He's yeah. 100% right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just hard to say because then people in the cult will attack you. But they're not attacking you for a reasonable it's not logical like yeah. the way they're attacking you. They're attacking like someone attacks religious beliefs. Yeah. And some of these religious beliefs so to get it gets into these weird gray areas like like trans people in women's bathrooms like says who? Yeah. Says who? How do you know that's a real trans person? How do you not know that's a fucking creep that wants to pull his dick out in front of kids? Because yep. those are real. We spa. You, yeah. And if, if all you, that guy was a convicted uh, sex offender. Yeah. Yeah. And he was doing that. Look, those guys are real. It doesn't mean trans people aren't real also, but those guys are fucking real. Yeah. And to even say that those guys are real, you get excommunicated. You yeah. get treated like you're a Nazi. I never even cared about it. Didn't care at all. Yeah, I mean, I, whatever you are, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? But it's like, I can't do it anymore. I think it's engineered. I really by do. By who? By China and by Russia. Oh, no, Chinese. Yeah, I think uh, what they're doing by manipulating social media, manipulating algorithms, I think some of it is natural. Don't don't get me wrong. I think some of it would. Who's the crackhead he had on the show? I don't know. Dude, that guy is all over the place. Do you notice that? Mm -hmm. All over the place. But I don't think it's engineered by China and Russia. I don't think the cultural morass that we're going through right now is engineered by China and Russia. I do. I do. I completely do. I believe it's something they started 30 years ago. No, I think it was nope. actually started long before that. Nope. I think that this is. It started when. Think about it. Think about the the Victor. Think about the guy that we the, the guy that we played in the 70s, and he was talking about how to fuck up 30 years. 30 years. You take out a generation. Do you think he just came up with that plan then? No, it was already in place. Yeah, we already no, knew I about agree. It. I agree. I this think it started it's been in the forties. Well, with I, the Nazis, I, I, I think it started after World War Two. I think it started with Operation Paperclip. Well, that was after World War Two. Yeah, with the Nazis, not the Russians and the German or the with the Russians and the Chinese. No, I think I think it started with the Russians. The Russians came up with the idea to fuck up our society from within by going after schools. They knew that was like the second that we said that we were going to fucking start doing schools and everything else and school education, school this. The Russians saw their in. That was it. They were like, oh, I just it's easy. I just put communists as teachers and we teach the next generations to become communists. Look at what shit. Who is it? One of you guys, one of you fuckers in the chat, in the pilled side. You said it. I couldn't believe it. Do, do you know? Maybe you all do. Maybe I'm just the last to catch up to this. But if it is, welcome to the party, pal. Do you know that Russia has offered to back Texas? Yep. I actually have that. I have a clip for that. Russia said that they would back Texas in their fight for independence. Mm -hmm. I, I'm fucking floored. I want to know where this nasty communist dictatorship that's going on under Putin. Instead, I see 
Putin kicking out trans people, kicking out queers and fags, telling them it's not allowed here. You're not allowed to do that in public, telling everybody to go non-GMO, telling everybody to grow their own food, eat their own shit, take care of themselves. I don't know where this big bad Putin is, but I got to tell you, he's saying a lot of shit that talks just like us, walks just like us, sounds like a duck, quacks like a duck. Normally, it's a fucking duck. Except they throw you in jail for smoking weed there. Damn it. Putin, we got to fix one problem. Russia offers to help Texas get independence from the United States. It is rumored that Texas has already applied to join BRICS. Damn. There are 24 states, actually more than that, back in Texas in their fight against the feds. Greg, uh, Governor Abbott returned from making trade deals with India. Texas committee passes bill to create 100% gold and silver backed transactional currency. That's that's outstanding. I don't know that I want to watch 40. uh, We can watch this afterwards because right now. It is that time. You want to get hot? We don't have to drop red pill, do we? Nope. No. It's that time. Well, either way, hey, I'm going to be on. uh, James's show we tonight, people radio. 8.30. So if you guys want to check it out. I texted him to see if he wanted to uh, wanted us to broadcast it on our channel as well, but he hasn't gotten back to me. So if you're watching, asshole, text me back. Hey, fuckers. What's up there, babe? I'm top the computer. I knew it was somewhere around here. Mm-hmm. Because I can push off replays. I can push back replays for a couple hours. So... Uh, Griffin answered a question I saw it earlier. Um, Sparkles is fine. He's fantastic. He's back to bullying everybody. And uh, Emmy, our chicken that's in the chicken infirmary, is doing much, much, much better. I went in there this afternoon to change out her towel and that's on the bottom of the uh, crate that she's in and give her some fresh food. And as soon as I walked in, like I could tell she, she turned a corner. Um, she was up and active and talking to me and I opened up the crate to, to change out the towel and brought her out. And she walked around Liam's room for like 20 minutes while I was putting away his laundry and I put fresh food in there and she went in and started eating and I locked her back in the crate. So she was, uh, she's much happier. She was looking out the window, looking out the screen door. So she's like, okay, when can I go back outside? So maybe tomorrow she'll go back outside. I don't want to push her quite too much yet. Yeah, maybe a little bit longer than that. Let's wait till that wound is well healed before we put her back outside. And last thing she needs to get is an, an infection. I gotcha. I gotcha. And that'll help quick in the, in the pen with the rest of them. Yeah. So, uh, but that I tell you, that colloidal silver made a huge difference because I put, I mean, I put colloidal silver and neosporin, like just the silver first and then just like filled it up with neosporin and uh did you do your copper this morning yeah okay actually it's it's in here because this is the first uh cardio miracle i drank today although i was reading the bottle and it says you're supposed to drink it straight two tablespoons put it in your mouth swish it around and then drink it i was like i think i'll just put it in my cardio miracle i don't know i slammed it in the cardio miracle so yeah it's all good. We'll see. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the IRA. Yeah, I know he did. He sure did. The guy that leaked uh, Donald Trump's yeah taxes got two years in jail. 
I knew Donald was going to pursue that to the end. I knew that. Quill Silver kills Mercer. Yep. Quill better. So, moving on with this woman. Yes. And her daft. Her daftness. Mm. Remember, this is for entertainment purposes only. Only entertainment. Okay, you guys, the news just keeps getting more interesting regarding Texas. Here's another article that proves Texas is preparing to become an independent nation. And it won't go down without a fight, you guys. Now we have Russia. Russian lawmaker offers to help Texas get independence from US. All the news that we've seen, they, they don't mention anything about Texas trying to gain independence from the US. All you see is the border, everything that's happening at the border. I'm in Texas, I, I'm really good at piecing things together and I've been piecing things together for a while now. And this just tops it off, okay? They're masking this information of Texas trying to become an independent, independent nation. They're masking that from the media in the United States, but everywhere else, they know Texas is trying to gain independence from the US. The news article says the Russian lawmaker offered to help Texas get independence from the United States in a social media post on Saturday. Texas Governor Abbott and the Department of Justice have been battling in court over migrant deterrent tactics that the governor has implemented to stop the massive influx of illegal migrant crossings in the U.S.-Mexico border. Why would they offer to assist and help Texas get independence from the United States if that wasn't what Texas was trying to do. If you ask anyone in Texas, they will tell you this is something Texas has been wanting for a really long time now. Nobody wants to mess with Russia. Biden has spent massive, massive amounts of our tax dollars to help Ukraine fight against Russia. And lost. Now Russia is offering to assist Texas. You guys understand what's happening now? You guys understand how deep this goes. And we have Abbott who goes to India. He just got back. This is a news bulletin from the governor's Governor Abbott bolsters enduring economic cultural bond with India. This is what you guys have to ask yourselves. Why is Abbott in India forming cultural bonds? And we also have news articles saying that Abbott was there making trade deals. When Texas has 29 active ports for global trade. And you guys, like, I'm laughing because I, I find it hilarious. 
a lot of you guys will find an issue with Russia helping Texas gain independence from the U.S. But you guys have to understand that the U.S. government has become tyrannical. The Biden administration is lawless. They don't follow the law. They just go along with whatever they want to do and not give, give a crap about doing things in a lawful manner. They just make their own rules. Give a crap about the safety of the American people. If other countries see it and the American people don't, that's a problem. I'm not saying that I agree with Russia coming to help Texas get independence from the U.S. I'm just saying this is serious, you guys. This is getting serious and we need to pay attention. And also, I'm going to add here that back in May 3rd, Texas committee passes a bill to create 100% reserve gold and silver backed transactional currencies. Texas has been planning this for a while, you guys. They've been preparing for a while. I, I posted a video, was it a few days ago, about all these drilling sites popping up all over the place in Texas in populated areas, major cities. They're increasing their production in commodities for a reason, you guys. We need to be paying attention. Any uh i realize that people got to get their information the way they got to get their information but she's kind of an idiot she's a fucking moron i i've never heard of anybody talk about texas like it was a foreign country more than that lady right there mm -hmm. i mean she literally like kept you guys we got to be paying attention gotta pay attention lady <laughs> do you, have you ever been to texas I am just asking for a friend. There are drilling sites everywhere. Literally, I was in, I was just outside the boardwalk down there in Dallas. Standing next to this thing, and my buddy grabbed me. He goes, hey, don't lean against that. I was like, why is that? He's like, it's an active well. I was like, what? It was in downtown Dallas. And this fucking pump's going right there. Lady, I get it. Yeah, it's all over Texas. They're crazy for it. They got a lot under the ground. Abbott's in India, forming culture. Who gives a shit? You know what's on each individual state to develop its own trade deals? Trade That's deals? why Kemp went to China. You, you all are aware of that. Like the federal government doesn't say, okay, we're going to trade from Georgia this. No, no the, state, the, the state goes to a foreign country and cuts a deal with somebody. Oh, is that how the government? That's how, that's how capitalism. Oh, that's capitalism. That rather maybe. go to india than go to china like our governor did just saying wow she is i i get it she put out a lot of good information but wow her presentation leaves a little bit to be desired you guys <laughs> hey you guys hey you guys <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> my dad took my brother see we walked around the corner he pointed at a rig site 200 feet he said that's my right hey if you ever see the pipe sticking out of the ground it just means it's not an active rig if you see that really big pipe and the small pipe next to it it just means it's not an active rig but somebody owns the land they're gonna pump it again yeah, yeah. i learned that from being in texas 
it's not hard. All you got to be is all you got to do is visit the state. That chick has obviously never visited the state. She never even she never even thought it. she's looked at it in an encyclopedia once. <laughs> she saw it on TV once. She's been watching the border crisis on the news just like everybody else. You guys. <laughs> All right. And if you, I was about to say, John, thank you. John even brought it up. He said, if you really want to see some real drilling, go to Oklahoma. Oklahoma City, open fields and open oil fields in the capital. Yes, right in the right in the capital. Yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, my bad. But Texas could still secede. There's a lot of people that want that that have been talking about it. And, you know, that would bring a whole new set of issues. I, I see again, I, I, see the incorporation thing might then they would have to admit that we're a corporation exactly that's why it's going to bring a whole new set of issues that's where i think that's where we're going to have all sorts of problems because the second we find out we're a corporation that means every birth certificate that you own they've been borrowing against you you actually are worth a hundred million 133 million point three million dollars or something like that mm -hmm. each person's worth something like that so I, I, they, I ain't never seen a dime of that, but <laughs> cough that shit up because I want to see it. The Texas state constitution gives Texas the right to leave the U.S. They are the only state with that. The However, federal the federal government will sue them. If the incorporation is true and we are incorporated as a country, that would negate that. That, that means we're a company. That law. They can't. You, they can't. They just can't. Because we'll if they signed on with a corporation, then but the state does the state constitution supersede the federal? Or the it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter at that point because the corporation would just oversee all. Your checks in the mail and on Lone Ranger. Where do I get my? I, that's what I'm asking. Yep. It's just like these scams that you hear with like the these back of a boat. big names, like they get on there. Hey, did you know that the federal government was supposed to pay you sixty six hundred dollars last night? That's so, got to be a fucking scam. I called the IRS today because I had to get my EIN number from the business anyway because they never sent me the letter. I had to request they resend me the letter. Anyhow, and uh, I got this really nice lady actually. Um, the second nice lady I talked to on the phone, but uh, she was like, she obviously, she had to ask for my social security number because she had to, you know, narrow it down and it's attached to the business one. And she's like, you know what? A lot of people are scared to get their social security number out. And I was like, honey, my husband was in the army. Literally, my social security number is all over the world. We have been part of every single data breach ever. I was like, and she was like, you know, just you, she's like, some people are like, but, but, and I'm like, you called me. And I'm like, oh, and she's like, you know, they think I'm a scam. And I was like, oh, the only scams I get are from those princes in Dubai or Africa or wherever telling me that they want to send me $25,000 or $25 million. She busted out laughing. <laughs> I never get any of the good ones. Yeah. Send me an Amazon gift card for $200 and I will deposit $25,000 in your bank account. Okay, dude. Or now there's those ones going around Instagram um, that they they claim to have won $300,000 or $500,000 in the lotto and they want to give it to you. You just have to buy an Amazon gift card and then give them the Google security code or whatever. Okay. If I won $300,000 and um, I wanted to give some of it away, I sure as shit wouldn't advertise it on Instagram. What are you fucking stupid? No shit. 
anyway, it's a scam all the way. Everything's a scam these days, especially money. Listen, Yellen said another quiet part out loud. And we've been saying this for a long time. How do you convince Americans and voters that those prices might not go back to where they were before the pandemic? Well, I think most um, Americans know that pr prices um, are not likely to fall. It's not the Fed's objective to um, try to push the level of prices back to where they were. How do you convince? Hmm. That's not their objective. No, Americans know the prices aren't going to fall because as you said, babe, once they know what you're willing to pay, why would they give that up? Just saying. Mm -hmm. Janet Yellen's backing me up now, so I, I ain't wrong. Nope. I'm never right, but I'm, I'm not definitely not wrong. Yep. And then. I don't know what that is. The Evergrande liquidation. Did y'all hear about? Did y'all hear you, about this? Did y'all hear that this Evergrande is, is being really like really bad? By the way, and this has been kept very, very quiet because I didn't even hear about this until she said something to me about it. Yeah. So um, this is from Ariel. The Evergrande liquidation, the fallout, and redemption. I'm going to need a drink before this one again. MI6 created the CIA in the 1940s. The CIA controls the governments, government and media. All three-letter agencies answer to NASA. NASA reports back to Rome. All the intelligence agencies control the dumbs from, five, from the $500 billion a year drug money. There are about 1,400 dumbs worldwide. All of these dumbs are financed with drug money and taxes. Guess what ties all of it together? The fiat us dollar guess who no longer uses the fiat us dollar the middle east guess how many states are now passing bills to make precious metals legal tender 43 plus once the liquidation of evergrande starts hedge funds and big banks will collapse how hedge funds hedge funds with invested capital and evergrande bonds diversities or other financial instruments would face significant losses upon liquidation. This could lead to write-downs impacting their performance and potentially triggering margin calls, forcing further asset sales. Increased uncertainty in Evergrande's situation and the potential market configuration can lead to a volatile trending contagion. Or yeah, contagion can lead to volatile trading conditions impacting huge or hedge, hedge funds, funds strategic uh, strategies and returns. Some hedge funds specializing in uh, dis distressed debt or turnarounds might see opportunities in acquiring Evergrande's assets at discounted prices, leading to potential gains later. Big banks. Regulatory scrutiny, increased attention and potential regulatory investigations following Evergrande's collapse could lead to stricter lending requirements and financial regu regulations for big banks. Interconnectedness. The complex web of financial link linkages between Evergrande and other institutions could amplify losses beyond the initial exposure. This could impact banks' liquidity and risk appetite. Loan exposure. Major banks with significant loan exposure to Evergrande could face impairment charges and reduced profits if the company defaults. This can impact their capital ratios and potential lending capacity. Remember, all of this is connected from the underground to the surface. You want new government? You want a new banking system? You want new technology? You want a new medical system? You want a new educational system? Guess what? 
you will not receive any of this until Evergrande defaults, until the hedge funds default, until the big banks default. Why? Because all this is propped up by the fiat USD. Do you know what these financial institutions would have to do in order to open bank accounts with Basel III and ISO 20022 compliant banks? They would have to prove the money is clean and clear, which is something they will not be able to do. They will not be able to wash the money by money laundering and setting up fronts by using profit margins on inventory sheets that do not match the profit the business made. This is what the mafia used to do in the casinos. What will the banks try to attempt to prop up the market to survive Evergrande liquidation? Coordinated buybacks. Major banks might collaborate to buy back Evergrande debt or related financial instruments in the secondary market. This could help stabilize prices and prevent a complete meltdown. However, this strategy requires significant financial resources and coordination. But where will they get the money? Asset restructuring. Big banks might propose restructuring agreements with Evergrande, potentially involving debt to equity swaps, asset sales, or extensions on loan repayments. This could provide the company with temporary relief and avoid immediate liquidation, but it would come at the cost of diluting existing shareholder value and increasing bank exposure. Remember, the banks that will be affected by this are those that are not Basel III or ISO 20022 compliant. They do not possess enough capital to survive another economic downturn that will happen as a result of Evergrande liquidation. So what will these banks attempt to do? Confiscate uh, customer deposits in banks basically a bail-ins, which will also cause a run on the banks. Remember freaking um, Sam Bankman-Fried, mm -hmm. that whole thing? Mm -hmm. Which will also cause ATMs to shut down, which will also cause credit cards to not work, <laughs> which will also cause panic in the marketplace. People realize they cannot buy food, water, gas, or pay bills. Again, once this happens, this will be the transition to the new economy. Guess who will bring confidence back in the market once all this chaos ensues? The reinstatement of the Iraqi dinar. Do you see how the White Hats have this set up? They will two worlds with one stone, the underground bases, and the parasitic banks on the surface. All the alphabet agencies will cease to exist, thus freeing up your government and remove all the blackmail from politics. I know this is all over the place, but this is the gist of what will happen. Why do you think Lindsey Graham wants to bomb Iran so bad? They are panicking big time. Well, that's a great pipe dream. I mean, that's, that's it a really thing, is. But the veil on that one is, I mean, Evergrande is going under, though. I mean, the truth behind that is Evergrande is going under. Mm -hmm. um, not really sure about everything else she said there, but Evergrande is going under. So, yeah, I'll play that game. And then at the same time, <laughs> you know, we've been. We've been warning about this. You'll own nothing and be happy. Hell, the World Economic Forum has been warning you about that, right? No, you'll own nothing and like it. Yeah, no, they said you'll own nothing and be happy. But we're turning into a land of renters. Every single one of them is owned by the same company, and they're all for fucking rent. We got the same thing going on here in Las Vegas. And it's not just a couple communities. Here's three and four. Here's five and six. Here's seven and eight. Here's nine and 10. And look, these are just renderings. They don't even have official pictures of the homes yet. Yeah, 11 and 12, a couple more, 13 and 14. Here's 15 and 16. But yeah, if you are a homeowner or a future homeowner, and you're not concerned that the starter homes are being built by rental companies, and you don't even have the opportunity to make an offer on them, where are we heading as a nation? Are we gonna be a nation of renters? 
this is pretty clear evidence. This is true too. If uh, you uh, work in the trades, like I do, I've been to, we have several of those communities around here. I've been to many of them and uh, yeah, they're owned by a rental company. We don't, we don't build the homeowner. We build the rental company. Yep. There's yeah, a lot of them. Florida real estate agent was talking about it on here. There's a lot more that are buying homes. Like if we were to sell this home and we could sell it to this company mm -hmm. and they would buy the home from us and they would turn around and rent it. Yep. Oh, and yeah. they use it as asset. And they'd rent it for like five grand a month yep. too. Yeah. Oh Easy. yeah. No oh, this, Easy. this place would go five G's a month. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Probably more actually. Honestly. All right. Check this out. I had a listing in South Tampa, Blackstone. Oh, dude, this is it. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I had a listing in South Tampa. It was 485,000. This was a couple years ago, right? Right. When rates were low, when it was a frenzy market Yep. and I had multiple offers. And one of the offers was from this representative from Blackstone and it wasn't Blackstone LLC, right? It was like whatever entity they would use. And he explained to me the process and who the real buyer was and what they were doing. And I told the seller, I was like, dude, to be honest, I've never dealt, I've never, I don't know the space. I don't know this buyer. I mean, I know who Blackstone is, but I didn't know they were buying homes. I don't know if they can close. He was like, dude, they're paying a ridiculous amount of money and they're putting a lot of money down. Like, fuck it. Let's just sign the contract. If it doesn't work out, it's a great market. We'll sell it to someone else. Dude, they closed that deal in like two weeks yep. cash. I mean, they came in hot and they had some type of a program where they had already identified a renter for the property. So this representative of Blackstone, he was a licensed real estate agent here locally. So Blackstone partners with local agents, almost like what yep. your guys' relationship yep. is. That representative finds a renter. The renter identifies a house that's on the market for sale and says, hey, Blackstone, buy that house for me and I'll rent it from you. So Blackstone is Holy lining shit. up a renter on the back end and then doing a cash offer to the seller. Wow. It's crazy. That's fucking crazy. So imagine that at scale, right? And I think we were talking earlier about how Blackstone is going to get from, you said, like 4% to 30%. They're baking the market. So the whole market, so the whole institutional market wants to own 40% of the residential real estate. And right? I think so how that's they the get premiums there, of the world. That's Blackstone. That's what they're doing. How they get there is is just like you're doing with Frank, right? You have that local relationship, that font that knows the good houses, and then they just put offers on the properties they want. I don't think sellers are going to get letters in the mail. Hi, this is Blackstone. We want to buy your home. I think they're going to do it in in, a, in the same way you guys have a relationship. What right? an interesting model. That should uh, that should make you a little worried. Yeah. Because seriously, you will own nothing and like it. That is what they're saying. You, there's no chance of home. Isn't that part of the American dream of owning your own land? You know, it used to be, I never understood my, my dad was very particular about the way he took man, managed his lawn and took care of the house and everything. And, uh, when I was a kid, I never really understood that until I owned my own piece of property. It wasn't much, it was a quarter acre, but I tell you what, it, but I would have done anything on it. But then I found out I couldn't, mm -hmm. I said, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean? I can't, this is my property. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do on this. Nope. Oh, oh no. Oh, there's rules. Okay. Well, I want to move away from rules. I thought we did. No. Nope. Yeah, no. 
we moved into more rules. What maybe. the fuck is with rules? Well, I don't know. Maybe because ever since I asked her to prove to me what district we lived in and she sent it back to me, I've heard nothing from them ever since. Yeah, I know. Because they can't. Because no, she sent back to me that from the, the, uh, the zoning. Yeah. I just don't give a fuck. I'm and like Texas. I don't fucking care. It's R15. So it's not what she said mm. initially. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks when they're wrong. It anyway, it really does. Anyway, so you know, but it's not. It's not just here. Um, it, they see it everywhere. They see it all over the world. This guy, uh, Lord Mervyn King, the former governor of the Bank of England, told the truth for once. Central banks have lost control of inflation. Governments lost control of the public finance. Not surprising that markets respond to that. And whose responsibility was it then, if both the central bank and the government lost control? Well, I think all, all central banks in the West, interestingly, made the same mistake. And during COVID, when the economy was actually contracting because of lockdown, central banks decided it was a good time to print a lot of money. That was a mistake. That led to inflation. We had too much money chasing too few goods. And the result was inflation. That was predictable. It was predicted. And it happened. Mm. I said the same thing. Yeah, I said the same exact thing fucking like, I don't know, a year ago. We all said it. I mean, was it the same? Was it really the central banks, though? I, I don't think it was the central banks. I, 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 it, the central banks can't do it on their own. They need the government there to do it. So it wasn't like the central banks just went out and did it on their own and blew up the No, the governments had to be right there behind them, forcing them to spend the money. It, it's not like they somebody held a gun against their heads and spend the money. No, but the government's had to be like, hey, I've got to spend this amount of money. I've, I've got to do this for this guy. So they push it through the, the bank. It isn't the central bank doing it. It's just they hedged on the wrong side of time. I'll tell you what, though, the government is freaking out right now about taxes. You know how I know this? I listened to the news this morning. Both NBC and Fox News, because Mick likes to watch the, no, the local news in the morning, and then it flips over to the Today Show, and I can only listen to, I'm in here for that. And then I go back into the bedroom, and the Today Show's on. I'm like, oh, my God, I think I'm going to puke these dumb, ugly cunts. But um, so I switched, switched it over to Fox News. But they all said the same thing. You know what they said? Today is the first day that the IRS is accepting your tax returns. Make sure you go file your taxes right away. Have you filed your taxes yet? That's what they're pushing because they're scared. Because they think we might not pay our taxes. Mm -hmm. I wonder why. I don't know. But this lady, she's uh, she's right on here. No, I seriously think about this every single day. And I'm sorry if I sound stupid. If somebody has $500 and they've already paid taxes on it and they give it to me. So now just because it goes from them to me, I also have to pay taxes on it even though they, they just did. And then not only that, but anytime I spend one of those $500, I'm going to also pay another tax fee on whatever item I'm buying. And then whoever I bought the item from will have to pay taxes on the money they just earned from what I bought. So like, if it... So every single dollar, like, if a dollar is a hundred cents, hold on. 
just forget it. No, I seriously think. Hey, hey, 19 year old, let me melt your mind a little bit more, sweetheart. It's let about me, 15 cents. Your let, dollar's worth about 15 hold on. cents. Let me melt your mind a little bit more there, sweet tits, because you obviously didn't pay attention in school. But get this. They don't teach taxes in school. Can you stop? When you look at fucking cars, how many little different gizmos make up, make up a car? Guess what? Every single one of those gizmos were, were made with products that people had already paid taxes on. Get this. It gets paid taxes on again when they sell it to the car manufacturer. Get this. When they put it in the car and they make the end product, the car, there's more taxes on the fucking car. Why? The tax was on the gizmo that went into the car, not on the end product. Yeah, 15 cents. That's what your dollar's worth, about 15 cents. After the government and everybody else takes their cut. 85% of every dollar that you spend goes to taxes in one way, shape, or form. Out of somebody's wallet. Yep. It's going somewhere to taxes. It sure is. It sure is. Mm. And every yeah, and, and that is a problem too, John. Every time we do a bailout, we are basically look, there's the libertarians had the right idea when they were doing the bank bailouts back in 2008. They were right, but their message was wrong. The worst thing we could have done was bail those banks out. Look, if you truly believe in a capitalistic society like what we quote unquote live in, even though I don't believe we truly live in a capitalistic society, but if you truly believe that you live in one, one of the worst things you can do is bail a bank out. They're the ones that are supposed to go under because new banks come up. When new banks come up, it allows, it's called what they, uh, it's uh, market undulation or some shit. But when you drop out a bank, when you kill off enough branches, what ends up happening to the main bank? It goes away, right? It, it, it gets liquidated. Its funds get spread out. What happens to all those other banks? They either buy them up, they either buy the debt, or they don't. And the bank just goes away. But the point is, is we let those banks go under. We get more secure, more stable banks with better rates of return. We haven't had a new bank that's, what's the newest one I just heard about? Queensboro? And they're claiming that they have, the, they do because they're the newest bank. Every time you get a new bank, they have the lowest late rates on it and the highest return rates that you'll ever see. Until they've been around for a minute, then they're fucked. But that was part of our problem. We should have never re, we should have never done anything. We should never put government money behind those banks. Never, ever, ever. All we did was bankrupt them faster. Welcome to the Titanic. We kicked the can down the road for about another five years. Welcome to the Titanic. That's all it is. Where I it mean, started. It, it was the first bump from the iceberg. And then the, as it just kept bumping down the side, it's ripping up the whole boat now. We're fucked. We're going down quick. And it doesn't seem like anybody wants to put the life rafts out and let the women and children off. It seems like they want us all to go down all at once. Mm -hmm. Just saying. It's the way it looks from down here. In the mud. Well, the ladies of The View... Who cares about those bitches? Oh, no. This is what they came out to. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They were super excited because they had E.G. and Carol on today. Or yesterday. I think it was today. 
just walked out to the old jays for the love of money which is the theme song of the apprentice and that's connected to the fact that you know who has to pay money 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 something like 83 million dollars 83.3 oh i'm sorry 83.3 million you're happy that a let me make sure I understand this properly. You're happy that a multi-billionaire has to pay 83 million. That's like what he finds in his suit after a good night at the fucking casino. He has lost more money down the toilet than that. Stop. He's not paying a dime. He's not going to. And he's going to tie this up in appeals for the next 20 fucking years. She's not going to see a dime. She's going to be dead before she ever sees anything. Get the hell out of here. If she ever sees anything. Well, she's, uh, she made, she made the rounds too. Of course she did. Okay. Oh, I'm the victim. Remember, I never was raped. Oh, no. I was never penetrated. Not a digit entered my body. This is on CBS Mornings. You've said that when you've actually faced the man, he's just a man with no clothes on. Yeah. It's the people around him that are giving him the power. What do you mean by that? Well, uh, Hans Christian Andersen's great fairy tale, The Emperor Has No Clothes, that is written about Donald Trump. It's just we're the ones who clothe him in all this power. He has none himself. It's his followers. It's his hangers on. In the court, they were strutting back and forth and handing him messages. It was right, Robbie? Ms. Yeah. Carly, Ms. Carly, you say he's nothing. You say the emperor has no clothes. The emperor is trying to run for president yes. again. And, and right and, now is leading. And right now, the polls suggest uh, it's a coin flip. It's very close. Um, have you heard from Joe Biden's campaign arm? about potentially campaigning against no, the former president Donald Trump. No, no, no. Are you interested in doing so? Do anything I can. That's well, a yes. No. What was it? You said that. Wait, wait. She did do anything she could, though. Hold on. Oh, it gets stop, stop. No, no, no. Go back to that. That guy just said it's 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 literally a coin flip. Yeah, it's not a coin flip. There's no way it's a coin flip. What fucking what is what is, what poll is he looking at folks we're smoking the wrong weed I, I apologize i've been leading you guys astray my bad we have been smoking i need to contact this gentleman immediately following this show i need to find out where he gets his weed and we all need to start buying our weed from the same place he gets his because that's some good shit because if you can say that on national television you gotta be high they Holy have, shit, it's a coin flip? Babe, in what state is it a coin flip? Babe, they have Coke dispensers in, in 
Yeah. Uh, CBS. Fuck, I forgot about that. Damn it. None of that. Coach is so much better. No, Man. it's not. It's so bad. <laughs> but but no, she she did campaign for for Joe Biden. She went on Rachel Madcow. <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought you were serious. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Seriously? She just won Trump's appeal for him. Not that he didn't have a I was about to say reasons to win it anyway. The judge alone gets him an appeal. Win. But holy shit, listen, this is this is awesome. You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, or, Rachel. Or, yes. Tell me. I had such, such great ideas <laughs> for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel. You and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh, all right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> Although joke. If, if me fishing in France... Could yeah. do something for women's rights. I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously <laughs> take one for the team. I All right, let me, let me, <laughs> as if, as if you need persuasion in that regard. Let me, let me finish with a final question. Um, what? Her, notice her lawyers had to jump in and say, that's a joke. She was so thrilled about how she's going to spend Trump's money. If she was really a victim. That would not be that. She'd be actually talking about how she would use that money to help women in bed. She'd be setting up shelters or counseling hotlines or paying lawyers fees for other women in her situation. She wouldn't be offering to buy Rachel Madcow a fucking penthouse in France. Yeah. Thinking about all the good she's going to do with all that money. All that good she's going to do to... to Forward women's rights by buying Rachel Madcow a new wardrobe and a fucking penthouse in Paris. How do you women feel about that? Do you feel like your rights? Where's my fucking penthouse in Paris? I didn't know you wanted one. No, I really don't. Paris is a shithole. I mean, if you wanted one, all you had to do was ask, babe. Shit, I can't tell her that. Ask. I can't give it to you, but I mean, you can ask. The best I can do is laugh at you. True that. True that. Maybe she should have taken um, some lessons from from these ladies. You know, we watched this. We've watched. I've never watched the show, but we've watched clips from the show before. I'm finally getting the idea of what it is. I it's don't a, get it. It's a bunch of porn stars. Are they? I think so. And they bring on other people to make fun of them. No, they bring on red guys red to guys talk to, to them. To make fun of them. Yes, pretty yeah. much. Well, I don't know if they make fun of them so much, but they talk to them and try to dissuade them from their decisions being porn stars well no. charlie, charlie kirk went on whatever i don't i don't know what this is i've never seen charlie show. kirk sat down with a bunch of porn stars <laughs> this will be interesting yes what do, you, what do you do get jerked off under the table possibly but probably by the guy <laughs> just saying i think we'll have to do uh you know the golden content. Well, the thing is, I wouldn't have to do it. That would be great, but I would still want to do it. I'm, I mean, personally, like, I'm an exhibitionist. I love, like, putting my sexual self out oh. there for other people to see, for other people to, like, you know, touch themselves to, have fun with. Huh? I, I love Can I ask I you a, a question? Since you're about presenting yourself to the world, do you have a good relationship with your father? 
Here we go. Okay, here we go. <laughs> no, I don't talk to him. I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think I'll have to do, uh, you know. Is there anything wrong with that? Charlie Kirk's right on. I would have asked same question. What's your what's your relationship with your dad like? Yeah. My dad doesn't talk to me. Why is that? Because uh, I sell my body for fucking money. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't think that that was all that. Uh, it's the oldest profession in the book, though. It is the oldest profession in the book. And a lot of people are going back to it. Apparently. OnlyFans is blowing up. Apparently. Wouldn't they get an OnlyFans, like, where you just are dressed all the time? Wouldn't that be, like, fucked up? <laughs> I was kind of thinking about putting a chicken stream on OnlyFans. Because <laughs> they fuck all day long. Seriously? We have five roosters and... 13 hens they just go seriously it's like it's nasty somebody has to get off on chickens fucking <laughs> i could do it like i could do a 12 hour only fans of chickens fucking <laughs> you might even occasionally get a duck in there isn't that on a not the chicken the duck isn't that on farmersonly.com <laughs> <laughs> oh well i'm just saying whatever anyway uh, that, that girl is a much better hooker than eg and carol but she didn't make 83.3 million dollars no but i'm pretty sure she hasn't had a blow to all the people that eg carol had to no i i actually have a theory about what happened with eg and carol right do you ever fall asleep watching a movie or a TV show and have a dream that's based on that movie or that TV show. Like your dream state melds with that, that TV show. Right. But it makes it personal. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? No, but anyway, that ever happened to any of y'all, right. Where you fall asleep watching something and then your dream Puts so, you so, in that situation. So she okay. was like, what, watching an episode of Law and Order exactly. SVU? It was actually the original Law and Order. And no, the, they didn't have rape in Law and Order. There was an episode. Was there was an episode that aired. Um, for the it premiered four or five years before she came out and said that this happened, and it was a billionaire assaulted a woman in a Bergdorf's dressing room. It was literally the same whole, the same fucking scenario. Hmm. Was it SVU? I think that was SVU. Might have been SVU. I, I thought I, I it was the original was, Law and Order. I don't think it was the original Law and Order. Law and Order, Law and Order was strictly about murder. Okay, SVU so, was about rape. All right, so it was SVU. But anyway, I I really think like she fell asleep watching that episode of SVU and her fucked up mind made her dream that that happened to her with Donald Trump. Can we do that again, but like have her fall asleep to like watching um, an episode of Oz? <laughs> <laughs> Same characters pretty much from SVU to Oz, but he's gay in that one, taking it in the ass. I'm, I'm, that's true. I'm just saying though, that's, I mean, that really seriously could be what happened. Because she can't get it straight in her head, which is very much like a dream state. 
Well, she can't get it straight in her head because it never happened. Exactly. It's all a lie. Because she dreamed it. Well, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. She's full of shit. She's she lying. Full of shit. And, and all she's out to do is make a dollar. And she's being propped up by the left. I guarantee her attorney's fees were all initially paid for by left-leaning groups. I guarantee when you go look at Reed the, Hoffman. When you follow the money, Reed Hoffman you're, going paid to for it. you're going to find out that, oh, guess what? The left funded her whole fucking court case. Mm -hmm. That's why she was able to carry it on as long as she did, all the way to end a trial to show everybody that Donald Trump just paid her, what, $83.3 million for what? Not even nothing. fucking her. What does that say about you and I? Hmm. If they can do that to Donald Trump, what, what you and I is it's nothing. It's a walk in the park. That's not fear. That's reality. Because Donald Trump has way more money than you and I do. And if they want to come after us, all they got to do is pretty much fart. And we're fucked. Just saying. If they've got that type of power to do that to him, you and I are nothing. Maybe the CIA funded it. Hey, all that drug money, Air America, what you would. Catholics in action. What did you, that's the funniest. All right. Uh, we're going to part on this story. This is a good story. My old man, when I was a kid, he told me about the Christians in action. And I said, the Christians in action. He said, yeah, the Christians in action. I said, what are you talking about? And he said, son, do you know what it's like to be in the middle of northeastern Vietnam, walking through one of the densest jungles in the fucking world, and to come upon a white, pristine white church with a steeple and everything, just in the middle of jungle, in the middle of nowhere. And there's this beautiful church. And then there's two American guys that come walking out of the door like nothing's going on, like there's not a war going on. And they offer you tea. And they bring you inside and they sit you down. Earl Grey or Herbal? And they said, hey, look, we're not really here and you're not here either. But since you're here, we'll feed you and let you bed down for a couple hours. You're guaranteed security in this area by the local tribe. Mm. My dad did. They took a part in it. The next morning before my dad left, he asked, he said, hey, what is this? Oh, he said, this is nothing. Don't worry about it. We're and not here and you were never here. Exactly. As they were walking down the trail, one of the local opium runners goes walking right by with a mile long line of fucking jackasses carrying heaps on either side bringing opium, pure, unadulterated opium up to this church. Christians so, in action. Christians in action, Air America, all of that shit is real. It really happened. They did it. The CIA is the best funded intelligence agency in the world because they have more money than they can shake a stick at. When they lose money, you know what they do? They go knock over a cartel and they just steal it. They know who's got all the money. They know where all the money is. They know the number one way to track anything is money because it always leaves a trail. Yep. Period. Dead serious. All right. Well, we're going to get the fuck out of here. We will be back tomorrow night at 6 p.m. for the regular show, 545 for the pre-show. And... Um,
Whoa. We the People Radio just got canceled for this evening. So replays will be going off as regularly scheduled, 9 p.m., The Good Book, and then uh, last night's Patriot Party podcast, and then um, Liana's show from yesterday after that. There you go. Mm -hmm. So um, till then, for the make. And V. Lynn. Y'all have a great night. Uh, We'll check you out later. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace. Fuck around and find out.